With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. An OSHA of violations. Foul play. Gobbling fast food. All that and more. Sir, will it be wings, legs, or breasts? Thighs, motherfucker. Look like no thigh. It looks like a breast. You gonna a go- lot of breasts. You gonna gobble that shit up anyway? I guarantee it. Fuck yeah. Speak- <clears throat> speaking of breasts. Speaking of breasts. <laughs> <laughs> a breasted development. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to episode forty-six of the Super Media Bros podcast. I am Midnight Agent Raw, and I'm Okame. How's it going? It's good. Is it good? Is it finger licking good? It's excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the hills have thighs. <clears throat> Cold Cinema Showdown has returned for its 10th installment. It is a week from Thanksgiving. And what better way to celebrate by pow play? Yes. Poultry. Poultry. Turkeys. Chickens. Oh my. Feathered fiends. <laughs> In the most foul manner. <laughs> Birds of a feather kill together, goddammit. In some ways. This week on Thaw in Order. <clears throat> These is an order. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have brought uh, a matchup for the uh, Thanksgiving ages. Poultry Geist. Versus Thanksgiving. Goddamn. And you know, I got, I, I got to see... We got to see people on our Instagram that were like, hey, Thanks Killing is the shit. Oh my God, these movies are awfully good. Like, bad. So bad, they're good. Awful. And we're like, that's right up our alley. Continue. Yes, please continue. <laughs> Dude, <clears throat> I remember, and this is funny for all of you out there. I have seen both of these fucking movies, but it has been ages because I actually bought. And I lost my copy, which I'm sad about. I bought a copy of uh, Poultry Geist back in 07, whenever it came out on DVD. And then I had, I remember seeing Thanks Killing just at random. A friend of mine had it. <laughs> but holy shit, that was ages ago. So I'd forgotten a few things here and there. I 
fucking texted you, man, and I was like, hey, what do you think about this for this uh, episode? And the response was fucking just, yes! (laughs) Yes. You don't have to ask. You automatically know this is approved, like, immediately. God damn. And I I was just like, there's no... There's no way he's going to say no to this because fuck dude it's killer burbs 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 the word the burb is the word so yeah we we have a plethora of 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 bullshit and i say that in the most loving way possible normally on these we kind of give a full-blown rundown from start to finish from these movies i'm here to tell you we are here to tell you that may not be the case for this this installment only because these movies are just it it is literally a fuck ton of sequences that are just stitched together by just fuckery it's a fucking train wreck and the best fucking train wreck that you literally cannot avert your gaze from mm. no no so uh like just oh my god like i've not seen this level of carnage and crudeness and lewdness and a long time. Like, even with the last couple of movies we've reviewed, this is by far the top now. Oh, fuck yeah. So... And there's more after There's this. fucking more. We've got... Oh, my God. Dude, look. We ha- we've we said this before because we keep adding to the list. Like, before when we first started this, we had... Um, at least two years. If we if we were to do cult cinema showdown every week, we would have two years straight worth of material. That has grown exponentially just because the amount of fuckery that is out there. This is no exception. So <laughs> we will get started with fucking poultry geist. Oh my god, guys! Trauma. That's all you have to say. It is a. This is the second trauma film that we've featured on here. The first being Toxic Avenger a few episodes ago. Th- this is a five hundred thousand dollar budget trauma musical horror comedy. And before we even get wrap into, your brain around that, yeah, just do it. Because before we get into either of these films, just know that these are very fucking self aware movies. So you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Poultrygeist, Night of the Chicken Dead. That that should sell it completely, okay? We 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 ascend to a graveyard named Tromahawk, which is an Indian burial crown in Tromaville. We descend into madness as we witness literally the first scene is two teenagers fucking in the cemetery. <laughs> like and these are the two main characters of the movie, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. This isn't like most horror films where it's like just two random characters off screen coming into the, you know, get killed off by the main. No, it's the two main characters. Yeah. So you got Arby. <laughs> which, 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 by the, yeah. which, by the way, majority of the characters in this film are named after fast food chains. Yeah. Which, again you know what you're getting into because his girlfriend's name Wendy, Wendy. just cause he has the meat that's right for her sandwich he has all the meat for her buns which we definitely find out because he's a bumbling virgin obviously and they are talking about oh shit we're gonna go off to college which 
I'm saying that just because it sets this scene up. Because after this, there's really nothing else I can say as far as exposition because shit just happens. This movie could have probably happened in about 30 to 40 minutes. But no, we got an hour and 40 of it. An extra hour. Yeah. So they commence to fucking in this graveyard. And then you get this uh, hillbilly motherfucker that is just being a total creeper perv. Um, walks up to them with a fucking shotgun pointing at them and then all you see is wait what is he doing and then yeah, just, he's jacking off to them in the fucking moment yeah and can we just talk about the fucking death scene in this because the, the scene in which they are fucking you got zombie arms coming fucking. out fucking you got zombie arms coming out and one of them just straight up shoves a finger right up his ass, and it's this is this is just letting you know what you're getting into. And it dislocates into his ass, so the zombie's like, like, what the fuck is my finger? Like shaking his hand, like confusion, goes back down the ground. <laughs> and Arby's like pretty much under the assumption that oh my god, this is you know this is the best ever, blah blah blah. Well, who knew you were so kinky? No shit. Well, they pretty much get you know they find the dude stalking them. They leave. His death, the the stalker's death, was just fucking amazing. You got an arm, because he picks up the underwear, and, and his, mind you, he picks up Arby's. He picks up Arby's for dinner. So he commences to, you know, sniffing these Cre- underwear. Creeper factory. God, it's so fucking gross. Out comes a full-blown arm right up this dude's ass. Straight through his fucking body, in through his mouth, grabs the underwear flosses it on the way down through his body and the guy just like dies and we are not exaggerating at all because if you have seen any trauma film you know that they are no stranger to overly graphic detail like the arm went up detail and out of his fucking mouth thrusted with you know anticipation (sighs) yeah so you you cut to a year or so later and you see the trauma hawk sign knocked over and in its place is a brand new fast food chain called American Chicken Bunker. <sighs> this should be enough exposition. Somebody has desecrated an Indian burial ground with a fast food restaurant. Shit's going to go down. Now, we could give you a full-blown play-by-play, but we're def- we're going to run through this movie, but we're definitely going to talk about some funny moments all the way through because in a nutshell... Um, Arby finds Wendy a year later having gone off to college uh, has turned lesbian has a girlfriend and he is all offended which by the way Troma also does not stray away from poking fun at literally everybody so so if you're offended about something guess what don't watch this film yeah exactly so he just warning yeah no shit so he finds them uh, in a in a protest with this group called Clam very funny college lesbians against mega mega conglomerates so yeah Arby was like well fuck this and so in protest to her he goes inside to get a job gets the job and this is pretty much where the film just it's downhill from here dude now granted if you remember us talking about the movie or if you've actually rarely have you seen this film Hamburger it is pretty much similar to Hamburger just in the campiness of the humor for one and two is just the dialogue and everything's either over dramatic or just so 
cheesy. It's that's pretty much what I thought of the first time I saw the restaurant sequences. Was just that movie was like all over again. I'm like, oh my fucking god! It's Hamburger the Motion Picture Part yeah. Two. <laughs> Hamburger the Motion Musical. Yeah, no shit, guys. This is a musical. So, and, and in favor of keeping this, you know, train a rolling, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that this movie stopped being a musical like 20 minutes 25 minutes in and then didn't become a musical again until the last like sequence yep <clears throat> so you get introduced to all these characters um you get uh there's a by the way there is a fucking toxic egg just in the kitchen that hatches uh and you get introduced to these other characters in the restaurant carl jr <laughs> Ta- uh paco i don't see i almost said taco bell it's taco pa- bell paco bell hummus and, yeah which they it's hummus and they call her humus and uh their i guess manager technically manager denny who ironically has this ultimate dream of opening up his own restaurant chain called denny's very, very funny yeah very very funny i didn't think of that oh <laughs> right so there's all these protesters outside um and Ron Jeremy coming into this motherfucker, and this is a play off of, you know, if, if anybody, which I'm sure most of you have seen Friday the 13th, this is definitely a play on the character that is just like trying to warn everybody about, you know, the place. And so he runs in and proceeds to just look at Arby and he's like, you got to get out of here. This, you know, tells him like that this is a bad idea, but then proceeds to order a, uh, a, a, a combo, a, a combo meal. Yeah. A sloppy Jose. Yeah, with the oh, with uh, the clock, the clockwork orange shake, mm-hmm. which that's funny as fuck. Funny it's as funny cluck. as cluck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then we get like this whole sequence happening, and one of the funny moments of the film, which actually turns into the second best, I, and it's and I say second best because you know, it number two. <laughs> We get poo. yeah exactly. We get a uh, a very obvious parody of uh, Jared or a Jaredy from Subway rolling in there to have an order, and they're all like, "Is that you're the dude from Subway?" Yeah, and it's Michael Hertz, you know, stage name Michael Hertz, just huge dude that has been in every fucking trauma film, mm-hmm. and he gets like all this fucking food and immediately has to shit and goes to the bathroom with his food. And because he, by chance the radioactive egg happens to land on his tray and he's just like oh well I'll just eat this thing yeah he eats it before he gets anything else and it's just oh my god guys and we've we posted this on our Instagram page some of you've probably seen it the aftermath of this but let's go ahead and just get into this sequence because my god we said they don't fucking show any um restraint no god and, and neither did he on that fucking toilet. Jesus Christ. I mean, literally, the shitter's full is coming full effect on this one. Because the whole entire sequence, I'm not so much worried about the visual part as the audio part. Because you hear, like, the gurgling noises, the shit noises, the farting, the screaming of the dude. Just everything shaking. And it's just all that intensity is happening in the bathroom. And everything outside of it is normal. They're all taking their orders, you know, serving the food, and you hear, "Oh my god, dude!" Yes, and it's so graphic. Like when I say graphic, I mean there is a literal camera shot from 
under the toilet seat, ass shit flowing out. Just then he falls forward and just like pretty much if you have been to a Taco Bell bathroom at seven o'clock at night, accurate representation. It's very accurate. It's like a super soaker on like eleven, just splattering the fucking wall behind him. <laughs> it's, it's a regular Saturday night for everybody. <laughs> just saying. So the scat's sh- not right. Yeah, the shit has hit the 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 fan. Shit to everything. Yeah, the shit hit everything. It's all over the walls. It's all over the floor. It's everywhere. So Jared o- orders blows the bathroom up like figuratively and literally. So General Leroy, who is a play on the Colonel Sanders from KFC, rolls into this bitch, and like that's kind of a another back plot to the yeah. whole shit. So <laughs> he pretty much shits his entire body out in the bathroom, which that's funny. So he runs away. When I say he shits his whole body out, like a literal smaller dude comes out of this man's body. It's like I lost the weight again, <laughs> right? So. Ar- Arby gets kind of forced to clean the bathroom up, which is just. Ugh. But he proceeds to do it in a musical form. Ugh. I have never in my life seen anybody so happy to clean a fucking exploded bathroom. Like none. I I want to point out like a really funny reference is that um, Arby has been when he got assigned this job, he he was called the counter girl, which. In this movie, they legit have him put on stockings and a fucking tutu and everything. So I laughed a little bit because when he goes into the bathroom, he's got a mop and a tutu on. And that's just a very obvious callback to the Toxic Avenger. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. In a very comedic fashion, dances with this fucking mop and gets the place, you know, pretty spotless for mm-hmm. the most part. And can I just say that I love the Starbucks joke outside? Yep. They're giving this whole impassioned speech about conglomerates and corporate takeovers and how they're not going to stand for all, you know. Consumerism they're, and Yeah, they're shit. not going to stand for the consumerism. And at the exact same time, probably like 200, 300 extras that are on set just whip out Starbucks cups. Or, or the, the look of Starbucks. Yeah. And just, they all just take a big swig from it. And again, this is the movie you're getting into. So, yeah. And, and everything just kind of goes downhill more. Um... Let's not let's not forget the whole um, interpretation of hummus the whole time too, because they're literally playing on like the whole Taliban, you know, the Middle Eastern stereotypes like heavily. Yeah, hummus is like a very obvious. um, Very, it's very obvious that you know she's she's got the, the 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 cover on her face and everything, and the mat that she lays on the prey and everything. And and that's not the only thing. Like they they do that with every every minority, every character in this movie just gets fucked with. And I think that's pretty much a standard for trauma. They fuck with everybody. But what was really bad was they actually talked about like the uh, jihad and the um, the suicide bombing stuff to like they make it seem like it's a normal thing for us. Like oh wait, you know, I just thought of that. Yeah. And in in a in a very dark manner, it is it is quite fucking humorous. Ha. Aha. Ha ha. So, yeah. That character is more important than you think, people. Jihad see that coming. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, <laughs> well, there's a, there's a sequence where uh, 
Arby meets the chicken mascot in costume, and it turns out to be an older version of himself. 25 he, years later. Which he doesn't know is an older version of him, but this is portrayed by Lloyd Kaufman. Um, so, yeah, that happens. And then while that's happening, Paco gets pushed into a grinder by an off-screen raw chicken. And that that was bloody as fuck, dude. And then, not to mention his dick flying across the room. Into oh, the f- my fucking God. Because somebody actually complained that their food had a dick in it. I think it was the priest. Which, that's fucking hilarious, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that happens. Uh, General Leroy decides, hey, no, fuck this. We're going to cover this up because he's got press outside and everything about this, you know, restaurant opening because this is the opening day of this restaurant so he goes in there and he's like nah we're just gonna we're gonna use the meat from paco and use it as the sloppy jose so the sandwich becomes possessed and then explains the plot of the movie Mm -hmm. which i i'm i'm satisfied i mean if you haven't figured it out at this point like before now i mean come on demons are about to cluck shit up in the best possible way guys and, and it's already happening so carl jr finds the fucking raw chicken because it's oh a bad God. chicken and now this, is, th- th- this character is like the stereotypical redneck trailer park like moron basically i mean he picks up the fucking chicken fucking chicken and proceeds to the stock room to caress it and woo it and you know be sexual with it and i'm just like i'm 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 cringing a little bit from this because this is like beyond my territory for a while and i'm surprised about this he proceeds to like you know make out with it and you see full-on like side view tongue action going into this chicken raw chicken and then he's like pushing her calling it her pushing the chicken down and he's like oh wait baby hold on are you sure you want to do this? Because, you know, I don't want to be too, you know, pushy about it. And then he proceeds to fucking cornhole the chicken. And then talks about going backdoor on it. And, yeah, it's just like a whole fucking plethora of nonsense and just fuckery. And you think that you're grossed out now. But wait. There's more. Yeah. So that is happening, and the chicken becomes sentient because it's a zombie fucking chicken bites his dick attaches itself to his groin area there is blood spraying everywhere i mean like green and red blood like everywhere like q super circle on 11 so he runs into the other room where humus is and what is her answer she shoves a whole fucking mop right up his ass and i'm talking through his ass and out of his dick hole before that you know swats him with the mop doesn't do anything and as soon as he turns around god the asshole like wiggles in her face and she's like oh i know what to do (laughs) and like you said shish kebabs his fucking body right through his fucking asshole and just knocks his dick out like knocks the chicken off and the tip of his dick is on the end of the fucking mop handle very graphic once again this is not like anything implied this is what you fucking see and then we get the humor aspect from this. He's like, Carl, are you okay? Look at my giant wooden cock. 
He's really Master Splinter now. Yeah. God. Master Debater Splinter. <laughs> You've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Now get ready for Cock on a Mop. Just, just saying. <laughs> I love it. I got nothing. I, I got, can't. I got nothing. He can't either. He got stuffing. Yeah, he did. Oh my god, <laughs> that's later. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, they proceed to like, okay, we gotta take Carl to the hospital. You know, he's about to die. And General's like, no, nah, we got press out there. You want me to bring that out in front of them when we already have this shitstorm going on? And then you know, they're like, I got an idea. Grab his dick. <laughs> so they fucking goddamn. So they decide. That and meanwhile, while this is happening, there is a row of buckets of chicken that get tainted during this entire ordeal. So all this chicken is now like infected with this zombie blood Stuff. and sh- yeah. So in order to make the press not fuck with them, the general goes out and gives this free chicken to the entire fucking crowd. And the only reason it works is because Wendy's girlfriend. We find out. Um, Mickey, she is actually in on it with the fucking general. So she convinces the crowd by overdramatizing the situation, saying this chicken is so fucking good that we need to save America, etc., etc. Stupid speech, stupid speech. So everybody literally bites into their piece and comes flying through the doors wanting their order. <laughs> and probably one of my favorite sequences in the entire film was... Every single fucking person starts to puke. And before that happened, Mickey and the general are in the office, like literally just like having the time of their life, talking about how I can't believe it worked, blah, blah, blah. And then here comes Wendy hearing this weird, like, you know, sexual moaning and hollering and whatnot, proceeds to walk in. And they're having like a baby, like fantasy, you know, go- scenario going on where the general's on the desk with a fucking diaper on and a little like hoodie thing yes. being pampered with freaking baby powder. And fucking Mickey has two like those baby wipe things on her tits. Yeah. And opens them up and it has the fucking like chicken in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, holding my head up like what the fuck is going this on this is probably the best thing like looking over like while we were watching this shit just looking over at you and he like just the utter look of like disbelief slash this is the greatest thing i've ever seen slash why just written all over your face <laughs> i have such a huge selection of facial expressions in this situation and i did all of them together it was and like one massive like it was a picozo yeah picozo <laughs> exactly <laughs> Paint me a picture, yeah. <laughs> Drop me like one of your fried girls. Yeah. Drop it like it's hot. It's right. <laughs> Thought. At this point, yeah. Yeah, no shit. But anyway, so yeah, Wendy you know, calls out Mickey about how, I can't believe I trusted you. You led me on, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, General, you got to come out here quick. There's something bad happening. And like I said, everybody's puking like green all over the fucking place. You see Arby with like buckets like chicken buckets just walking around grabbing people's puke which i don't fucking understand that shit and then you know slips on the floor and you know he gets it on his head which still i don't get that shit either 
nobody yeah because by this point they still don't nobody fucking knows that what what's happening and then mickey is like trying to like what are we gonna do and wendy's like i know what we're gonna do you're going to like tell everybody that it's your fucking fault basically that yeah. everybody's sick yeah because the press is in there the press is like looking back and forth like huh and the general's like what do you mean it's holy food it's wholesome it's healthy and she's like well if it's so good and healthy, you eat some. And hands her hands him a piece that's like festered with like those squeeze balls that like bubble up in your hand when you squeeze them real hard. Yeah. Like it looks like those little pus pockets. That's what they look like. <clears throat> so he's hesitant to eat. And then, you know, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. It's nothing wrong with my chicken. So he takes a piece of it and, you know, makes it look like it's good. And then he proceeds to, you know, start to feel sick. But what's funny is everybody's puking their guts out. And while Wendy's calling him out, they immediately stop and look at him like, wait, is he going to eat it? Yeah. Like all fucking like 50 people in the restaurant are just like watching him do it. They just, they time froze. They stopped being sick. And then whenever he starts to get sick, they like, oh, wait, come in sick. <laughs> Can we talk about him running to the bathroom and dude look <laughs> he I, and if this gives you the idea what a piece of shit this dude is anyway he's there's a kid that gets introduced and he's in a fucking wheelchair the general just all you see is is the chair and the wheels go and a pair of tennis shoes come up and off the screen he shoves a fucking kid in a wheelchair out of the way to get in the fucking bathroom and then throws a freaking kid in those little neck braces off the toilet he's like get out of the way kid and just knocks him off yeah fucking dumbass to all this to go lay a fucking egg in the toilet which proceeds to hatch into this like zombie chicken yeah that's like screeching like a bat which goes into the sequence of him fighting this chicken and then he proceeds to act like ozzy osbourne and bites the fucking chicken's head off gruesome just, <laughs> just puking green blood out of his fucking neck like <sighs> There's no limitation to gore in this film. Oh fuck no! But it's it, it's what makes this such a gem of a film. I am just traumatic at this point. You were traumatized, sir. Yeah, I'm traumatized. The trauma of trauma. So that happens, and a little bit later, we uh, we get Carl back because good old Moppycock himself is now zombified with a walking with this big fucking mop out of his dick. And I love how he just, he's trying to walk and the mop gets stuck between like a, a big ass fryer deck and the wall and he just is like. And he's just wiggling. <laughs> but then proceeds to transform into what we actually know now are the zombie chickens of the apocalypse. Yes. The apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> the apocalypse. The apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, because literally like the practical effects are like shining at this point because like his mouth like breaks open and you see the beak just pop out and he's just you know just you know monstrous and we are huge uh we are huge supporters and proponents huge huge of special effects like as far as practical effects go because they sp <laughs> spared no expense no. like lloyd kaufman went full john hammond on this he spared no expense pretty much so yeah <laughs> The chicken, <laughs> Carl turns into this chicken. Now, Denny decides that um, while the general is turning into a fucking chicken, 
he's Denny is gonna tell or yeah, Denny's gonna tell a fucking story to you know Arby and Wendy, and, Mickey, and Humus. So he's telling this just this random fucking story, and they all sit down like they're in kindergarten and like having story time, passing cookies out. So in comes the general. <laughs> Bites Denny's fucking head off. No, no, no. We forgot the fact about how Carl was like so oh, yeah. stuck God. in the wall, and he's telling a story, and he's eating cookies like in fascination. Just oh, God, God, yes. Oh, God <laughs> damn it, yes. Oh. But yeah, then the general comes in and just you know rips his head off. There goes his dream to open Denny's. Yeah, right out the fucking window, along with his head. He lost his head over it. He got too ahead of himself. That's right. So that happens, and then we get into what is, like, bar fucking none. One of the most grotesquely humorous and violent. Like, it's humorously violent. I, I really mean that. and Because there's a difference between seeing, like, violence that is very traumatic to watch. Because this on, is on a completely different fucking level. There's traumatic, and then there's traumatic. Yeah. So after that happens... There's just this a giant sequence of all the zombie chickens just ripping motherfuckers apart in this restaurant. I mean, like they've got they ripped that one guy's leg off. That was my soccer leg. And then they have one where they basically reach for his nuts after they dug his head into the fryer vat, and then he fried his nuts in yeah. the fat, ate them like, oh, this tastes good. The meat slicer. With the face, yeah, they just they grind this fucker's face and head into this this fucking meat slicer. The face fryer, the they're plucking their fucking eyeballs out and stuff, and put them in the egg cartons like they're actual eggs. Can we talk about the titty rip? Yeah, with the silicone implants, they take this chick and they rip her silicone implants right out of her breasts, and she has like the best face in the entire time. She's looking at both of them like ah ah, not even like at her. It's just like holy fuck, those are expensive. <laughs> Which, why, would you, why would you take those out? Which I'm sure they costed a fuck ton. Yeah. But still. So, oh my God, the uh, the old woman that just rips the face off. It's like, you know, they tell me not to eat it, but I always love the skin. <laughs> and the old man's like, I don't want the skin. Yeah, her husband, I don't like the skin. <laughs> and then oh, that fucking... The that, dude with the, I've got bitch titties now. <laughs> and they... Open his chest up and he have two eggs popping out of his chicken chest. And then the chickens pop out of the eggs. And then the proceeds yeah. to feed them like Mama Bird does. Like just <laughs> lowers his head down and eats, you know, feeds one. The another zombie feeds the other with his freaking mouth open. It was fucking gross. <laughs> this whole movie's fucking gross. And then the uh the punk dude ripping that guy's spine out like that was sub zero. <laughs> so badass. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh god damn. And then uh, this is where we get uh this is like sort of future Arby comes in with the freaking uh AR the assault fifth, rifle. The assault rifle. God, and it's it, this is funny. Lloyd Kaufman just jumps upon this just the order counter and just blows all these motherfuckers away with a huge fucking clip. Oh yeah. Cuz he must have shot like 50 60 rounds. Yeah, feathers fly in this. It's, it's great. 
Oh, and fucking Denny, because Denny turns around and then <laughs> he drops some of the best fucking lines. Some of the most racist lines I've heard. But it was it's funny because like <laughs> Gumbo motherfucker. Jambala! Gumbo motherfuckers. And then they were like, oh no, he's become a black and Cajun chicken. <laughs> like, god damn. So that happens. Uh he gets fucking killed. Um, Arby, Wendy, and uh, Mi- uh, Mickey they plan to get, they plan to escape um, with Mickey in a chicken suit, but like Lloyd Kaufman's character, older um, Arby gets his face bitten off by one of the chickens, and then grows a beak himself and dies. Yep. So this is where it gets kind of funny. <laughs> Mickey's trying to escape in the chicken outfit, and. They kind of just leave her. She's she's going outside through the wave of you know. There's because there's more outside. You thought they were done? No, there's more outside. Uh, I I affectionately call that a Mickin suit. Just a Mick a Mick Mick chicken. Yeah, the Mick chicken. Mm-hmm. Good one, sir. Mm-hmm. So pretty much the final uh final battle starts to take place. So Carl is still around st- somehow is still fucking around and. He's trying to explain to Arby and, and the rest of the, the gang that alcohol will kill the chickens because they've talked some sense into him after they've gotten him down and beaten up, which Arby just writes off as him being an alcoholic asshole. And uh, and then we get, you know... It, he Yeah. So, yeah, Mickey comes back and she's literally possessed by the chickens and grows a fucking massive dick... In the shape of a fucking chicken. It's a cock. Let's just say it. It's a cock. <laughs> yeah, it's a cock. And proceeds to try and kill Wendy. Well, you know, the battle <laughs> sequence happens. God, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And freaking Arby walks in and is like, Really? You gonna cheat on me again? <laughs> no, you dumb motherfucker. She's trying to kill me. So we get, like, the best succession of masturbation jokes ever. Talking about, he's like... <laughs> He's like, I, I, I can't get her off. <laughs> I can't get her off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jerk her off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna choke looking, the chicken. He's looking at the fucking chicken dick. I'm gonna beat you off and starts punching the shit out of it. And then it just sprays green all over his face. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, well, I did my best. Yeah, my job's done here. <laughs> so they can't beat these motherfuckers. Literally. Um, and then Humus comes in and drinks like a fucking jug of meat steroids on the counter. And I thought she was gonna die. And she gets, she gets all like hulking, like huge fucking muscles, and then she just kind of fucking falls on the ground. After her eyes, you know, like explode out of her fucking head. God. Start puking and look like milk coming out of the irises. <laughs> like, it don't make no sense. Yeah, so they eventually, uh, Mickey and, I mean, not Mickey, um, fucking Wendy and uh, Arby get to the front of the store which is a very self-aware comedic flashback of everything that Carl Jr. had said to everything like right up until five seconds before where he pretty much calls her an alcoholic bitch because she sees she's like there's beer because it's a big fucking beer keg and and she's just like he's you know demoralized like you fucking drunk (laughs) you fucking drunk alcoholic bitch (laughs) <laughs> they proceeds to have the like oh my god you're right 
and then starts to recall every moment where he's talking about alcohol and then Wendy already freaking pumped the keg it's like I already killed them all Arby yay and it's like wow alcohol you know really is the bane of all the Indians like something like that and he starts talking like mad shit about them like oh yeah they were drunks weren't they but and then he turns to the camera's like I mean they were possessed or they were controlled by the uh the fermented beverage that the white man brought yeah this is like holy fuck like fourth wall breaking very just jeez like they fucking went there calling freaking native americans drunks yeah that's bad we we weren't kidding like this is fucking like bad racist like racism right here yeah and then the fucking wall like the doors come open and here comes another wave of these motherfuckers from outside proceed to spray them down with what was little left of the keg oh my god ch-ch-ch-chia motherfucker <laughs> this bud's for you god damn it so that all that happens because you know and then some fucking how humus is still alive and she's like, no time to explain. Let's go in the back. Yeah, they hop the counter and go to the back where there's just a ton more eggs, just eggs everywhere. Which re- reminded me of the Godzilla film in the stadium with all the fucking eggs, like, littered all over the place. God damn it. Cockzilla. Which they proceed to find... Um, it was one of the girls' kids huddled up in the corner. And before this part... You know, Arby was talking about, oh, we'll, you know, we'll protect you and stuff like that. And the mom's like screaming like in horror for some weird reason. And Arby's like, you know what? We should split up. You should go search the kitchen and see if there's a way out. She's like, yeah, you know what? Good idea. And she walks out and you hear, (laughs) her fucking head flies over the counter. And and you see her with the fucking cigarette in her mouth. And 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 he's like, what did you find? fast forward to the girl sequence and she's like I just can't find my mommy it's like oh we found your mom fucking hands her the <laughs> hands her the head and she's losing her shit and Wendy's like what the fuck is wrong with you Arby Jesus fuck oh shit and then somehow the general yeah comes in and the movie all of a sudden remembers hey we're supposed to be a fucking musical so there's a nice little musical number at the tail end right there and um i guess the chicken dies from acid reflux like it just combusts right there well you forgot the part where arby had an epiphany about himself so like you know what wendy i had just thought of this oh yeah i am so sorry because you know i just been a you know dumbass mongoloid this entire time and while he's having his little, like, montage, freaking General's just like, can you fucking hurry up? Like, he's like, bah, 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 you know, waving the hands. Just give, and th- come on, dude, just one more minute. And he's just, like, tapping his arms like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But then, yeah, like you said, proceeds to just have, like, fucking acid reflux. He's like, oh, shit. And starts to, like, puke, and then all of a sudden his, like, eyes explode, and his chest bursts open, and he just dies. Yeah, but there's still such a horde of people out there, and this is where one of the funniest reveals in the movie happen. Um, Humus is going to make it the ultimate sacrifice, and she's going to go strap herself with explosives and just go kamikaze these fucking chickens. But 
She was already strapped to begin with from the whole entire film. Yeah, she rips her clothes off to reveal that she's actually like this swimsuit model looking blonde chick. And then Arby, out of nowhere, just proceeds like, Oh my fucking God, you're hot. Suck my dick right now. Please. I want to fuck you. Yeah. And guys, there is a little girl in this fucking scene and the look on her face. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because the look on her face was not one of terror. She was just like, like big, huge smile laughing. And I'm like, oh my fuck. So they run outside and then fucking Arby, he's like, hold on, I forgot to clock out on my time card. The building explodes, but can we talk about how it was so very obviously like a very tiny itty bitty model of this damn restaurant that blew up on a pallet of grass Mm -hmm. yeah that happens but you know it's it's the fucking end of the movie they get in the car with the little girl uh arby hands her a fucking keystone light or something yeah hands her a hands the little girl a fucking beer and she chugs the whole fucking thing and then wendy and arby are talking about how they're gonna have a great life together and then the little girl's like, I don't feel very well. Proceeds to start clucking in the back of the fucking car. Shit's a fucking egg. And then they look at the egg and they freak the fuck out. And if you if you are a trauma fan, you know the infamous car crash from Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD that almost killed the fucking stunt performer that did this thing. Because the car hit this other one that was stunt rigged, and this car, no bullshit, flew so many goddamn feet up into the air, turned sideways, and and like a full three fucking sixty, and then it's intercut with it landing, and then a still shot of it exploding, just the whole car blowing up. Mm-hmm. And because that happened, they have ever since that movie put that car crash in every trauma movie since. And that's how this movie ends. They hit this fucking car. The car fucking blows up. And it is the most goddamn satisfying end to the fuckery that was Poultrygeist, Night of the Chicken Dead. Which we proceed to get the credit roll. And has like every character that was in the film. But not by actual name, but by how they died. Yeah, like that was fucking wonderful. Like with the obvious exception of your main characters, every different like side character and and you know bit player in the film was just literally called upon by their death. Mm-hmm. However, they died, whatever situation they were in. Yeah. Total apocalypse. Apocalypse now. God damn. <laughs> So, if you thought, like, and I'm telling you this because both of these movies, there are a few things in common with both of these fucking movies. Obviously, the the self-awareness factor. You're just not prepared. If you're going to watch these movies back to back, you just don't prepare. You could watch them in either order and be like, God, what am I getting into? (sighs) A lot of cluckery. Because we move from this film to the 2008 Jordan Downey-directed Thanks, killing. Uh, First of all, tits. Yeah, I mean, look, if you go look at the episode cover that we put on social media to build for this, it does say on the cover of Thanks, killing nipple in the first minute, like nipple in the opening 
credits of the movie. They're not kidding. Like, literally, the first actual scene is just a tit. Yeah. Nipple and all. I mean, opens up, 1621, immediately following the first Thanksgiving. Tits. This movie apparently was presented in HDD, high double definition. H double D, motherfucker. Because I didn't know the pilgrims back in the day had open chested, you know, blouses to where they let their knockers just hang out like that. Yeah. Because I'm sure they were thankful for that. So we basically get a Turkey Freddy Krueger. I'm just going to go ahead and say that the character Turkey, it's his name actually, Turkey, like T R, I'm sorry, T U R K I E, Turkey. It's basically Freddy Krueger as a fucking turkey. Because this little motherfucker here, nice tits, bitch, and axes the fuck out of her. He axed her a question. Yes, he did. And then that jumps right into the credits. And once again, you know what you're getting into with this fucking movie. Look, this movie is about an hour and six minutes. It was really perfectly timed because... How did they stretch this plot? What plot? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And I fucking love this movie. Don't get me wrong. It's great. But Jesus Christ. My my biggest thing was the acting was like, it was funny in a bad way, but it was so terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, there was no emotion, no reaction that was actually warranted in this, in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, like, you start off... After that whole, like, tits and shits. Um, tits and giggles. Tits and giggles. To basically high school kids getting out for Thanksgiving break. And with, you know, some of the most commonly used stereotypes in any of these films. You have the jock. You have the goofy best friend who's a hillbilly, like, you know, fuck, basically. Yeah. You have the slutty girl who's dumb as fuck. You have the smart girl, who's her friend, surprisingly. And then you have the outcast nerd, like severe nerd, who is apparently best friends with the redneck. And they all decide to hop on a trip to the smart girl's dad's house for Thanksgiving. I don't know why, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. And we cut to a shot of them getting in the car. And there is this random guy that just, it looks like he lives out in the woods in a shack. And his dog is, you know, wandering. And I said that this turkey was like Freddy Krueger for a fucking reason, okay? Flashy. Yeah. So the dog is very obviously a lassie, border collie. It finds this, uh, this random, like, tiki-looking object just stuffed into the ground. Totem pole, yeah pisses on it and apparently that's what awakes turkey piss that's what made me fucking laugh the fucking the turkey's like oh motherfucker i'm pissed, pissed. <laughs> kills the dog and i say freddy krueger turkey because in nightmare on elm street 4 that there there is a fucking dog that resurrects freddy krueger in the dream world by pissing fire onto his grave just let that fucking sink in for a minute explain that you can't no. It's like that fucking uh, video that they watched on uh, 
I was thinking it was Jack or Mark. Explain it. Explain it. Explain it. He can't explain it. <sighs> <laughs> That's That's yeah. pretty much this whole fucking film. Yeah. And you you you've already gotten the the idea that Turkey is a one liner spitting what which you fucking pointed out this was goddamn hilarious. You pointed out like that this puppet character looked like another puppet character that was in a pop culture like phenomenon in the mid 2000s triumph the insult comic dog yeah because there was a sequence where i mean it's you know further into the film but he makes a kill and the person in question here had a cigar and he was smoking the cigar afterwards and I immediately thought of Triumph. I was like, why the fuck did I not think of this beforehand? Because he sounds he sounds almost like him to a degree. He doesn't have the accent. But it was just the cheesy, like, plastic puppet motion with the mouth. And the cigar made it look... I mean, I was just like, wow, it's Triumph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fuck. And then, okay... So after after he gets resurrected, one of the we we talked about the phone call from uh, Young Rebels being goddamn hilarious. This this may be in contention with one of the best phone calls we've ever seen in the movie. So the dad, who is a sheriff, gets a fucking phone call after the fact that he is talking to his wife, saying that the coffee tastes like shit. Which precedes the wife grabs the pie and she's like you know what you're right it's because i did shit in it and there is a giant fucking liquidy turd in the bottom of this fucking coffee pot which it looked like three sausage links to me but anyway you know but yeah and then proceeds to go i want a fucking divorce and she just walks out because yeah she calls and he's just like oh yeah we're you know we'll be glad to see you blah 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 Oh, and like right before he hangs up. Oh yeah, and your stepmother left me. Bye, sweetie. Just what the fuck? Just casual about it too. Like, there's no like depression. There's no like, oh my god, dad, are you okay? Do you need to talk about it? No, it's just like, oh yeah, bye, dad, I love you. Bye, sweetie. You you find this normal? I mean, given the film, obviously, but like in real life, come on, you find this normal? Your fucking wife leaves you. And it's like, oh, by the way, she's gone. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> so the car breaks down on the side of the road, um, which this, again, they overplay the dumb stereotype of um, Allie big time because she's like, maybe it's a flat tire, and it's very obviously a fucking engine problem. And they just all look at her, and, <laughs> and Johnny's like... Johnny's like, yeah, it could be. And he looks to the right like... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so they they just kind of do the whole typical thing where they're like, "Oh, hey, we have tents and beer. We should just camp out here for the night." And and, and they they do. <laughs> and then Darren, who's the nerd, finds a sign that says Crawberg, and we get some ex- exposition that Way back in the gap, there was an Indian named Feathercloud, who apparently is Billy's ancestor. Uh, he necromanced a turkey, which is turkey, that kills every 505 years. Which brings us to this really fucking weird conundrum. Well, first of all, Billy's ancestor was the pilgrim, not the Indian. Yeah. So, he was basically sending the turkey to kill anybody that it sees, but mostly the ancestors of his enemy, which happened to be Billy. Yeah. So... It brings us to this really fucking weird conundrum of, of, of time frame because 
1621, Turkey kills. Five, and he he kills every 505 years. So that would put this movie from 1621 to 2126, if I'm mathing correctly here. What? Because this movie is clearly in 2000. Now, there's no time frame given for the movie, but it's obviously 2008. There's the cell phone technology and just... The, the, the campiness, like, clearly late 2000s, mid-2000s. And maybe we're being a little too picky or analytical with it, but fuck it, it's hilarious if you think about it. I mean, do you, think about it for a second. You know, 1600s, 500 years, and 505 years later, you're obviously not in the same time era as this movie's filmed. What, what is going on here? <laughs> what in tarnation? What? What? But yeah, so which we we didn't find out later on that the turkey is five hundred and ten years old. Yeah, which was a very weird part. Yeah. yeah, so the the turkey finds a dog owner, or the dog owner finds a turkey, and turkey is making axe puns about killing his wife and his dog. Okay, it was pretty goddamn funny though. Like all the like oh. uh what, what did he fucking say? Like he had to ask her a question or some shit? No, uh, it was an accident. Yeah, 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 an accident. God damn it. Which I thought of this whenever I saw the guy. What if he is the actual ancestor from the beginning, but he got cursed with like immortality or something, and his wife was killed by the turkey back in the day? Aha! And now it's 500 years later, and now he's protecting, you know... The town, basically, from this killer turkey to come back. Yeah, because he all he knows the turkey's name is Turkey and all this shit. Like nobody else has come across this turkey but him. Mm-hmm. So it makes you think, like, was he really around during that time? Because he kind of looked like the guy in the drawing too. Whenever they did the like exposition. Yeah. Well, it may very well have been. So. So. Bah. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So, Kristen leaves the camp area, and Turkey finds her. I fucking love it. I'm gonna drink your blood like cranberry sauce. Fuck like, this! This fucking turkey was like one liner heaven. Clearly, the best part about this fucking movie. The only good part about this movie. <laughs> so she runs back to the camp, and she's you know nobody obviously believes her. All this other bullshit, and this was fucking hilarious. Like a good sequence of event, and then the dialogue. A rabbit, like a fucking rabbit, flies out of nowhere, like Randy fucking Orton hitting an RKO out of nowhere. Oh my god! Oh my god! Right into the fire. In the fire. <laughs> Bunny's basics. Let's go on a field trip. <laughs> Let's go on a camping trip. Let's go on a killing spree. <laughs> Be sure to get more wood for the fire. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. We're not sorry. Fuck no, we're not. Fuck it. Fuck it. So, pluck it. Pluck it. The rabbit flies into the fire, and then, like, the <laughs> fucking Johnny. This type of shit happens all the time. <laughs> what? What kind of town do you live in? The flying rabbits into fire. What is this, Monty Python, the Holy Grail? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's fucking random rabbits as sky fly. Wee. Oh, God damn. Luck it. is not on your side, bunny. I wish it would have been that bunny. 
It would have been a foot. Dude, to put, put, put turkey against that rabbit. Yeah. That, well, that, the rabbit would die first because fucking turkey's in, uh, immortal. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So. But, um, yeah, they, they leave the next morning because nothing happens. And then uh, Turkey has uh, shit on uh, fucking Billy. Mm-hmm. Which the random stranger, like, homeless dude walks up and is like, oh, yeah, he must have been here because he shat on you when you were sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Um, They leave uh, to go to the town because apparently the car is fixed somehow. Turkey winds up hitchhiking slash carjacking this motherfucker. He proceeds to make this guy. <laughs> oh my god, this fuck, this fucking part almost got me like completely stopped for a second. He proceeds to ask the turkey, you know, uh, ask gas or grass, ask gas or grass, and the turkey goes, "Well, I'm all out of uh, grass, so ass it is," and then turns around <laughs> and he looks at Turkey's ass like, "Yep, that'll do just nice," and he starts unzipping his pants, and Turkey goes, "Oh no, that's safe for another person." But not today. And he points the freaking like rifle Shut at his face. Proceeds to tell him, you know, you're gonna die. And he's like, But I have a fucking daughter. And he's like, Call him. <laughs> okay. And calls his daughter and is like, Tell your mom I love you. And remember, pow. Yep. Brains. With literally like a it, it's not a reminiscent of an actual head being blown off. It's like a water balloon full with like food coloring just popping. Yeah. It's the equivalent of a nosebleed onto the windshield. Yeah. And, like, all the animals in the area are like, huh? What was that? No, oh, I guess it was nothing. I guess we should just fucking keep grazing. I mean, that, that we're going to graze this grass much unlike that fucking bullet. What do you mean he didn't have grass? There was grass every... Oh! Oh! <laughs> well, then. Didn't think of that, did you? <laughs> no! You thought the bunnies were high. <laughs> They were not. They were not. That bunny was smoking for a different reason altogether. Trouble was afoot. Yeah. And luck was not always on the side. No. Anyway. No. But yeah, proceeds to drive to the same house that Johnny's parents are at. Yeah, because Johnny has dropped the dropped the gang off elsewhere at Kristen's house. Mm. And he goes home. And there's like a subplot that his dad and he don't speak, and it's because he was not like the fucking lead quarterback of this team, and he was the backup quarterback. Yeah. Ooh, plot thickens. Yeah. So they go sit outside on the bench and talk, and then you know, oh, he lies to the dad, and the dad's all proud of him, but then oh, there's Turkey slits this dude's, well, actually slits his throat, slits his throat, and then cuts his fucking head off, and fucking chunks it, and has like a. CG. Very CG blood trail arc. Just pew. And then Johnny's like, oh my God. Like, literally, just like stupid ass expression. Oh my God, my dad's dead. The fucking head looks like the more you know star just came across the screen. Like, I just see LeVar Burton just like doing the meme with his freaking. <laughs> the more you throw. The more you throw. <laughs> You can't think if you don't have a head. But hey, you know what was really funny? He caught that head like he would catch a football. So his dad would be proud. That's right. If he saw that catch. <laughs> Boy, you're not a quarterback. You're a wide receiver. I'm still watching you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm ashamed of you. My brain is going to be alive for five more minutes, so I'm still fucking watching and judging, you piece of shit. But yeah, the uh, parents die. 
which we didn't see the mom die. We just saw the dad die. But Johnny proceeds to go and tell the other guys, oh, yeah, my parents died. Okay. See, I thought I, I thought he d- did kill the mom, but I guess I'm wrong. I don't know. But, yeah, I, it would make sense who, who considering. Who fucking knows? Yeah, who gives a shit? Who, who gives a shit? And then we proceed to... Who who was the slut again? Allie. Allie. So, yeah, she's inside. And now, look, I feel dumb because I kind of zoned for a minute watching this. I didn't know if it was a family member or her boyfriend or just some random rando dude that she was fucking in the house. So he said, I, "Won't you parents know? Because we're here." And she's like, "Oh, they are. They're cool with it." So I'm assuming. That's just a fuck boy. Yeah. So that's Oops. happening. It fucking god damn. Turkey, you know, just this dude just he just he's got he's got to have like teleportation. He's like freaking uh Michael or Jason. Oh yeah. Just pew. But no, like he gives this real campy like look in the camera when he sees them fucking. He's just like mm-hmm. Puts his finger, like his feather through his mouth. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. (laughs) But what, okay. When you're watching this scene, I don't care, like, if it's real, like, intercourse or whatnot. You know, I get it, you know, either way. But the fact is, they're literally humping, and she's clearly still robed. He's clearly still robed enough. And how how are you getting penetration through clothing? True. Because she's like, oh, like, you know, doing that fake, like, orgasm and shit. Well, he gets penetrated pretty good. Yeah. For the fucking... <laughs> oh, man, that was, yeah. Yeah, Turkey kills him. Leave it at that. And then proceeds to fuck Allie. And Allie's like... Man, you don't last long, do you? And then after that, Turk decides to, you know, have his way with her. And then he's just like, like doing his whole fucking, like, you know, intensity with it. And very comically, mind you. And then blows a load in her and then just kills her right there. You just got stuffed. You got stuffed, bitch. Which the next scene was fucking stupid hilarious. Whenever Johnny and them (laughs) go and find her, he's like, she's dead. And all I found was this condom, extra small, gravy flavored. (laughs) If they ever make condoms gravy flavored, I will fucking just end the whole fucking like condom industry. Like, please stop. That would end. That that is enough. I have had enough of anything that does not need to be a thing. Skanks giving. Skanks get that. Yeah, that's a good porn parody. Of this. You're welcome. Skanks killing. Oh fuck. Oh damn it. Okay, so the the group they plan to kill Turkey, and then they go to Kristen's dad's house. Which this this is fucking hilarious as shit. Turkey actually fucking puts a disguise on, which is one of those old school like. Um, pair of glasses with the with the mustache and nose mm-hmm. over his face and goes to her dad's to wait for her because he's, you know, giving the story. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm a friend of hers. He's like, oh, okay. Which she actually tricks the dad by putting, like, a contest. 
like, oh, you've won, so you got to dress up as a turkey. Yeah. He proceeds to walk out the door, and he's like, oh, there, you're a friend of Kristen's. Yeah, come on in. And they proceed to have probably one of the most awkward conversations I've ever seen. Over coffee. Over coffee. And <laughs> Turkey says, like, something and says, fuck. And the dad looks like, wait, did you say fuck? And Turkey's like, yeah. What? A midget can't say fuck? He's like, it's not the size of the fuck I'm worried about. It's the age of the fuck. How old are you again, son? I'm 510 years old. And he's like, oh, well, you can say fuck all you want then. <laughs> but what cracks me up is that Turkey is just like, he he says something to the effect of like, this is basically boring and like yeah. awkward or some yeah, shit. Yeah, this conversation is very awkward and boring. So I'm just going to leave. And then the dad said something and he's like, I swear if you say another fucking word. <laughs> and the dad's like, what? And he's like, oh, no, nothing. And he's like, I'm going to go ahead and leave and, you know, just, you know, tell, you know, let Kristen know, uh, you know. That I was here. And so he fucking goes to leave, and he's gonna let him fucking live, and then the dad just kind of remarks, what an odd little duck. And just has, like, the most breakdown, like, anger moment, just... Like, I'm then fucking done. Kills him. You don't even see it, you just hear it. Which, it's very comedic, mind you, because it's very Looney Tunes, almost. Like, there's just a shot of the outside of the house, and you just hear everything happening. And they... The group gets to the house... And Turkey just has a magically resized, full-blown skin mask of her dad's face on him. And this is where you're just like, this movie is very fucking self-aware. Because... This, they just look at him, and he's a little short. And, he's like, and oh, they're hey, like, oh, dad. hey, dad. Hey, Mr. whatever his name is. <laughs> and they proceed to go in the house, look for the book, and they're all having this, like stupid like montage you've lost a lot of weight dad yeah and a lot of height <laughs> but yeah the whole it's like a really bad dubstep music sequence where they're finding the book that they need to kill him yeah and because <laughs> that's the whole point of them going to the house was like oh my dad has all these old books he might have something on killing turkey killing demonic turkeys by some chance yeah. but then darren is teaching <laughs> Billy, how to read a book like the old kindergarten like level, the little like a little golden book book. And Darren's like, "Yeah, good job," like mouthing it basically. And Billy's just like, "Oh fuck that shit, I can't read." I love it. They they find the book, and Billy's like, "Wow, that took forever." And then <laughs> fucking <laughs> Chris is like, "It was only five minutes." <laughs> Oh fuck! So they they open the book and they figure out that um, there's a there's a code to decipher, but they have to kill the turkey by burning it at the stake, and then reciting the Lord's prayer in reverse. So, but before that, they have to get the talisman off of him that he keeps on him. And Billy's like, ah, fucking, I'm hungry. And like, I just go outside while we do this. So he goes and Whoa. finds. Yeah, but yeah, you forgot the part where he actually walks in on Turkey pulling the dad to. The That's side. what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, he goes, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh wait, you're Turkey! Oh my god!" And the Turkey's just like, "Y'all are some dumbasses." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Y'all are dumb, man. You kids are dumbasses." So, fucking stabs the shit out of him, and the rest of them come in there, and then he pull. Or he, well, he pulls his fucking mask off. 
And then he just looks at him. He's like, God, you got. He's like, y'all really are retarded. And they just, God, they they uh they get the talisman off of him. Um, yeah. So he, but the turkey escapes. He's he's gone. He's like, fuck this. I'm out. Which I'm they, <laughs> Which they find out if he's not killing, he's in his teepee. And Johnny points out, I was like, shouldn't be too fucking hard to find a teepee in this town. Yeah, so they go out. Well, I'm sorry, he doesn't kill Billy yet. Billy uh, is walking. Because he's, like, done with this shit. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And Turkey disguises himself as a tasty cooked turkey, which is very cartoonishly, no bullshit, cartoonishly drawn on the screen. Mm-hmm. And here comes another death that was just like, God damn. Super comedic. Blows a fucking hole through his stomach from the back with a that same rifle and just sh- shoves his neck and head through him and turns his neck around and just looks up at him. Mm-hmm. It's like total alien. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that's what I call foul play. Yep. Thank you for the puns. They're they're just they're they're wonderful. They, they, they give us life. They really do. Well, the gang leaving to go find Turkey finds Billy on the side of the fucking road, and we get this really long and drawn out memory montage. Yeah, because Darren has like a fucking meltdown. Like he's just bawling. I loved you, Billy. You're my best friend. Blah blah blah. And then it's just like three fucking minutes long. The stupid fucking like lapse of them eating ice cream in the sunset. <laughs> the fucking song. Yeah. Dead, like, dead best friend. Dead best friend. <laughs> You're my dead best friend. <laughs> oh no. And then Billy fades away. So they get up. Uh, there's turkey in his teepee. God damn, this this is one of the other lines that we just cracked the fuck up at. He's in there. Oh, there's nothing There's nothing better than after a long, tough day and coming home to a nice, big, juicy salad. <laughs> which he's tossing the salad, which is ironic, because he did that earlier. Yeah. And he's just, you know, throwing Tongs and everything. Throwing it in the air. Just like, <laughs> Yep. Nothing like a big, juicy salad. <laughs> Kristen, Johnny, and Darren roll up into this bitch. <laughs> in another dialogue. They roll up in that motherfucker and they tie him up. And it's, you can't kill me. I'm immortal. Oh, yeah? Well, I've got something you don't. And fucking Turkey looks at him. What's that? A vagina? He's like, no, I don't have that. I have this. And he's like... <laughs> They have to do this chant to or this uh, demonic ritual said backwards and stuff. It's like that you know ain't gonna work. And then as they start saying the words, he's just like blah 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 blah. blah. I love whenever uh, Kristen's like, "I'm ready to see this cock burn." You mean turkey? No, I mean like cock. <laughs> it's like STD much, right? I'm ready to hit like like a penis. Like oh yeah. my fucking god, like yes. a dick. Yeah. Because he's a dick. I'd laugh my ass off because he goes to leave the like, turkey, just like, no, nah, fuck this. And he leaves the tent and he just looks up, oh, fuck. And there's uh, the. The hobo oh, shotgun guy. Hobo whatever. with a shotgun. Yeah, hobo with a shotgun. Blows a fucking hole in his head. He flies, literally flies, into a trash can, which we're unaware of what's in this trash can. It's at a this very point. sad trash cart. Very sad trash cart. But he was very f- fulfilled. Mm-hmm. But 
they go out there and they see that he's there, you know, they're like, oh, good shot. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it was point blank, so, I mean, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> that cock wasn't that hard. And they walk up to him <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, yeah, he is dead. Because they're like, we have to kill him a certain way. And they look like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because they never burned him at the stake. But like they were supposed to. Yeah, because he, he's just there. He's dead. And then they proceed to like, yeah, you know, he has this feeling that he's alive. <laughs> oh, no. But what makes me laugh is the way they fucking leave the trash can. How they sit there and they're like, you know, like, we should go to Kristen's house and watch movies. Yeah, we're going to watch that movie. High five and everything. And Johnny has, like, this, like, weird feeling of, like, oh, I think he's still alive. And uh, Kristen's like, how? He has the hole in his head as big as my head. I'm like, bitch, that fucking turkey's body was as big as your head. How was he blowing a hole in his head that big? Mm-hmm. But what was fucking hilarious was when the movie thing was happening, there was, like, this big fucking, like, cinematic shot of toxic waste. Oh, the trash yeah. can. And you just see the turkey just like glowing green, like with like envy and anger, you know. And he's just like this illuminated like fucking bird now, just demonic rampage mode. He basically. looks like a Christmas yard uh, fucking flamingo, but green. But green. Yeah, he's the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah, the Incredible Cluck. And, yeah. <laughs> the Insatiable Cluck. That's right. <laughs> so he goes. <laughs> Squawk thing. So he goes, he goes to the fucking house, um, because uh, oh god damn it, Darren's in the kitchen, Good in the time. fridge, <clears throat> yeah, in the fridge. Oh, there's Turkey. He turns around and r- he rips his tongue out, and then proceeds to peck his chest like through his oh, heart, rips his heart out, and then fucking hilarious where <laughs> Billy's in the clouds. Come on, Darren. There's, There's no, no turkeys, turkeys up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Of course there's no turkeys there. They can't fly that high. And you see Darren just reaching up through the sky like, I'm coming, Billy. I love him. Billy's like, come on, come on. Oh, there's no turkeys up here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Needless to say, he fucking dies. Yep. And Johnny's just... Again, the self-awareness factor where he's talking to Kristen on the couch and he's just like, you know, you know, I have the feeling he's, you know, he, he's alive. And she was just like, yeah, well, you know, not unless he, you know, was knocked into, you know, a radioactive waste or something like that. And then like, what are the chances of that happening? That's the only kind of, that's the stuff you only see in movies. Well, buddy, you're in a fucking movie. Whether you wanted to be or not, you were in this. So guess what? Gobble, Turkey gobble, back. <laughs> yeah, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Rolls into the kitchen, and, uh, yeah, Turkey turns the uh, meat carver, electric meat carver, right into his fucking stomach. Mm-hmm. Kristen, surprise, it's really fucked up, because this is happening, and I want to say Kristen just kind of, like, casually gets up off the sofa. And is like, oh, Johnny, no. Literally, like, just... Really? Again, emotionless. Johnny, no! Come with me, Johnny. What? (laughs) Proceeds to pull the freaking carver with them. Still stuck. I'm like, bitch, take it out! Yeah, they go to a fucking shed outside. And, you know, you sit there and she's like, she finds this lighter and you're like, oh, fuck, she's about to cauterize the wound. Here comes fucking Turkey. And then she just looks down and 
with the can of WD forty. He he once again, and I love it. He's oh fuck. <laughs> Spray torches, flamethrowers, like, and he's just sitting there burning. Oh shit! Oh fuck! 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 fuck, my, fuck, my, fuck. my fucking feathers are melting. <laughs> <laughs> I died when he said that. My fucking feathers are melting. Then he's still alive because she remembers go to burn him at the stake. So she takes this baseball bat and just knocks a home run, knocks him into this very well built, conveniently placed like pyre of wood. Mm-hmm. There it is. And then out of nowhere, the homeless dude shows up like, where the fuck were you, motherfucker? He's just congratulating her. I was like, good job. It's been so long trying to kill him. She eats a fucking fried turkey leg. As yeah. As this is happening. Where did you get that from? Yeah, where did you get that from? And were you not concerned over the fact that this turkey was in radioactive waste? And also demonic. Yeah. That's like double doozy. Yeah. But yeah. you'd think that that fade out would be a good ending. But oh, but wait. no, there's a lot more. Yeah. Because now we get a fucking random sequence of a family having Thanksgiving. And it's just, again, cheesy and awkward. And they proceed to have Grace you know, for their dinner. And there's this turkey that's, you know, cooked and shit. And it starts to fucking wiggle. And then pops up and goes, there's a fucking sequel, bitches. And just jumps at the camera. Yep. Oh. And yeah, with that, that's 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 Jordan Downey's Thanksgiving. Shot in Ohio. Yeah, she just woohooed over there. Yeah, yeah. Shot <laughs> in Ohio. Motherfuckers. But, you know, this movie could have just as easily happened in any back-ass town anywhere I mean, for a $3,500 budget it was pretty fucking decent mm-hmm. cinematography looked it didn't look cheap like the cinematography didn't even look cheap as far as the film grade that's what's funny yeah it, it tried hard to you know actually look good even though we knew that it was not going to be it's gloriously bad it's it's again we fucking adore bad movies. Like, this is our life now. Mm. So. I mean, and the funny thing is, is like, mo- like not all of the films that we put on this this uh, this segment of our podcast are terrible. Just the ones that are are gloriously fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Like we find the golden light in each of these films to make you appreciate them for what they are, and not just well, we can't compare them to you know, grade triple A movies that were coming out in the theaters. Oh no. Find find that silver lining. Find that like golden egg in these films. Even if it's just one, it could be a carton full. We don't know. <gasps> and just, you know, appreciate it for what it gives you, what you can take out of it, not just what it visually gives you. Yeah. Exactly. So Yeah. That's so, my that's my rant. Exactly. <laughs> um we we hardly ever do it as far as like a clear winner of whatever these are. We just kind of pick like which one did we like? You know, I I say since this is like the tenth one, let's go ahead and just say hey like this is this is a clear victor. Like I think from here on we could probably be like ah this is a f- fucking clear victor over to- the other film, even if they're both good. Yeah, my my thing, the the pure trauma aspect of 
you know, poultry guys. Every bit of that film was done stylized to a degree that appealed to me in like horrific but yet funny and glorious ways. However, the only thing about Thanksgiving that I really liked was the, the, the turkey. Because there was humor, there was just overly dramatic killing, and just the one-liners were fantastic. So, being that the rest of the film was just... I, cu- I couldn't stand half of it. I had to give the winner to Poultry Guys. Yeah. <clears throat> that That's pretty much where I'm at, too. And it's not that Thanksgiving is bad. It's just comparably, you know... We we put all these films together against each other for like a multitude of reasons. Um, this one being obviously Thanksgiving, and there's there's poultry and and turkey involved. But the, other than that, like there were also um, various things that they they did have in common as well. Like obviously like possessed <laughs> turkey, possessed fucking chickens. The fourth wall breaking. Yeah, the, the, fourth, the, the yeah. severe like self awareness, which you know. Poultry Guys did more than, you know, Thanksgiving did. So there's, you know, that little nudge to it. Like I said, my only other thing is, yes, we know on both ends the acting wasn't, you know, up to par. But Poultry Guys had that, like, awareness. Like, we know this is over the top. This is bad. Thanksgiving was, like, just drab. Like, it was so monotone and just, like, you thought there would be a little bit more to it, but there wasn't. So that that really gave that one a lower rank too versus you know poultry guys. Yeah. But if you want to continue the Thanksgiving, check the sequel out. Uh, it was uh, kickstarted. It came out in 2012. It's called Thanksgiving Three. Yes, they they called it Thanksgiving Three. Uh, the plot involves Turkey searching for the last copy of Thanksgiving Two. So it's meta as fuck. In space. Yeah. So please, by all means, check that out as well. Uh, they are on Amazon Prime. Believe this or not, uh, Troma released a lot of its movies for free on YouTube, which was where we got to watch Poultrygeist. So we will put links in the description below in the show notes to check these out if you want to check them out. Because fuck yeah. Why the fuck not? Exactly. So on the 10th episode of Call Summit Showdown, Poultrygeist, Night of the Chicken Dead, is the victor. That, that That's all I got for that. <laughs> Awkward silence ended. Bockward silence. Bock. Bockward silence. I don't give a bock. Bob Bocker. <laughs> Have your chickens plucked and fried. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Guys. Just want to throw this out there as well. Thank you so much to all of the Spotify users that have added us to their playlist and have streamed us. That's that's fucking awesome to look at. It's a big step. It is. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please give a rate review and subscribe. If you haven't subscribed already, check check us out and subscribe to us on there. You can listen to us on Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM, uh, fucking our home of SoundCloud. You can listen to us almost on any podcast platform. You know where we live. Mm-hmm. Where we reside, many places. In your phone, in your laptop, in your vehicle, in your headphone, like it's everywhere. But most importantly, in your heart. Mm. Mm, that was we awesome. have space. We have a space for both of you. All two of you. 
I can't really we can, say We how. can separate and put one in the other, yeah. There you go. We can pluck it out. Yeah. <laughs> pluck the heart out. Mm. Just like mm. Turkey did. Nice. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, we're going to give you the whole motherfucking rundown. Kill it. <laughs> Thanks, kill it. Facebook.com slash Supermedia Bros. Gobble. Twitter.com slash Supermedia underscore bros. Gobble. Instagram.com slash Supermedia Bros podcast. Motherfucker. Come look at our stupid pictures. I mean, you obviously are at this point because we see y'all liking, commenting, and then giving us like the most what the fucks. We, we see it. Don't think we don't see it. Sometimes we don't believe it, but we see it. We see it. And it's nice. It's nice. That's good. That's very good. <sighs> Dude, uh, I think I'm done. Yep. I think I'm so fucking done for this. Tap out. Um, guys, next week, uh, we're going to bring a very special edition to the show. We are going to be giving a, uh, a tribute of sorts to a very big hero of ours uh, from our childhood onward, uh, Stan Lee. So if you, if you want to check that out next week, be here. And, uh, yeah. And Excelsior. Yeah, Excelsior. Forever. Forever! Also, if you want to check the, uh, the, uh, the next uh, Cult Cinema Showdown installment, that would be awesome, too. That'll be up after this one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, you want to fucking roll out of this bitch? Thanks a lot. Thanksgiving. Thanks. Enjoy that motherfucking turkey. Yeah. Just before, don't let it. Before yeah. it enjoys you. Yeah, no shit. Before it injects you with sadness and death. In Russia, turkey kill you. You don't kill turkey. That's been No Clucks Given, Cult Cinema Showdown 10. Until next time, I've been Midnight Agent Raw. I've been Okami. Shades on. We're all.